Welcome to our fourth episode of Distantly Socializing. Today's episode, we are very excited to share with everyone because we we sat down and talked with Cece Bell, the author of the autobiographical graphic novel El Defo that was hugely popular this year, and it really was the last couple of years. Fifth graders loved that book. And I sat down with Logan, Blake, Frankie, and Soul, and they came up with different questions to ask Cece, and um, it was really interesting talking with her. This interview was a little, well, first, this is our first author interview, so we were all sort of nervous trying to, you know, make it perfect. But also, Cece is hearing impaired, and so that was a little bit tricky to try to navigate through our interviewing process and figuring out how to do it so that it would work for everyone. So. We think it turned out pretty well. We hope you enjoy. Say hi. Say your name. Hi, my name is Blake. All righty. Logan, Logan, did you want to say hi? Oh, you, Logan's chatting. You can, you can, you can talk. It's okay, Logan. <laughs> Oops, there you I go. didn't mean not to be there. I didn't mean the weed to be there. <laughs> We're panicking. We're very nervous, Cece. All of us are very nervous. We're just nervous? fixing okay, our nervous. hair. I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> You're a celebrity. We are we're so excited. Okay, Frankie, <laughs> wanna say hi? Hi, Frankie. Uh-huh. Frankie, okay. Hi. And then Sol. Hi, I'm Sol. Hi, how are you? Good. All right. Good. Okay. Well, Cece, do you want to start out with us asking you questions, or would you like to just just tell us a little bit about yourself, or or what would you like? Um, why don't you just um go ahead and start asking the questions? I think that might be okay. easier. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Um, and I can put I could put the questions up on the screen if you'd like me to, or if you wanted okay. to read them, oh, you got them. Okay. okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go. So let me just get this set up here. Right. I know. I tried to have everything ready to go, and you know, <laughs> then life happens. And um, okay. <laughs> so let me find this. Okay. So soul had our first question and Soul's question was, how did you find the courage to write a story about the hardships in your life? Okay, that is a very interesting question. Um, I don't think about, um, think it really took courage because my main objective when I first, or one of my main objectives when I started writing the book was to um, make you guys laugh. I mean, all of my, all of the books that I write, my main objective is always, how can I make everybody laugh? So these were stories. Um, I mean, definitely not all the stories are funny within the book. And I know that, um, like stuff like being able to hear the teacher use the bathroom. That's funny. And um, I was really ready to, um, to tell that story because I wanted to make people laugh. But, um, so I never really thought about it being courageous. It was just something that I needed to do. And I was ready. I was just ready to do it. So it was more like um, 
it was sort of just one of these days I need to tell this story and the time was right. And so I went ahead and did it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. But it's a good question. Yeah. Great. It didn't really awesome. feel brave at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still happening. Okay. Frankie, Frankie, I love this question. Um, Frankie said, since we have so many heroes, so many new heroes from Corona, who was worth mentioning that was involved in the making of your book or who was your hero? And that is a great question, Frankie. And um, I think I would have to say that my editor, the person who kind of reads everything and um, sort of um, gives opinions and guidance and things like that, and so my editor for this book is a woman named Susan Van Meter. And she put a lot of her heart and soul into the book as well. And she, um, each chapter, when I finished each chapter, I would send it to her and then she would read it and she would think about it and give very thoughtful and um, very good advice. She never told me what to do. She would just tell me very nicely that certain parts weren't working maybe, or maybe I needed to change some things here and there. And often I would get emails from her that were written at two or three in the morning. She was so busy, but she took all this extra time on this book because she really, really believed in it. So she's way up there. She's a terrific person. And we ended up becoming really good friends maybe even super close friends after um, working on the book together. So I would say my editor, Susan. Oh, good. I, Cece, that's, as a teacher, uh, teaching writing, I have that same problem where when I'm working with students, reading their writing with them and conferencing with them, I want to help them and make suggestions, but I don't want it to be my words. I want it to say, and I've, and I, tell the kids too, you know, if you're writing at home, as parents, we all love you dearly and we want the best for you. So a lot of times <laughs> as parents, we will say, well, sure, sweetheart, that sounds great. Or you could write it this way. <laughs> so that's such a hard thing to do, to give your guidance, but not make it yours, I guess. Yeah. Right. Not get your fingerprints all over it and exactly. still make it. Yeah, so make it belong to the person who originated it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hold on one exactly. second. Sure. <laughs> I have a little, it's cold here. I have a little um, heater in my studio and it cranks on and it's really loud. <laughs> Turn that off. Where do you, where do you live? What part of the country? I'm in um, Virginia in the okay. southwestern part of the state yeah and it's very chilly we're in the mountains so it's been very very okay. chilly yeah and where are you yeah. all again we're in northwest ohio near toledo oh, okay. right oh okay i went to um graduate school at kent state okay and, great uh, yeah loved it there uh, great and i i think i saw you at i think you were at nerd camp in um michigan I was, yeah. In Parma, yes. I, mm -hmm. I've gone for three or four years and I loved it. So that's where I heard about you first. And anyway, so. Awesome. <laughs> um, 
so okay uh where was i let me get back to my paper um blake blake has two questions so blake was um has every has everything in the book el defo happened in your real life okay that is a great question um i would say that oh boy some of the things that happen in the book happen happen very very close to real life but then some of the things everything happened but sometimes my storytelling skills were increased quite a bit to make the moment even more dramatic and um another thing that i did if you see if you think of each chapter almost like a television episode each chapter is an episode if um those episodes didn't happen in the same order as they happen in real life. I moved the pieces around a little bit because I'm trying to tell the most entertaining story possible. So everything happened. Um, some things almost literally the same as in the book. Some things um, cranked up a little bit. And and there are also some things like um, maybe um, like a piece of dialogue. I didn't remember actual conversations, what exactly was said. I just remember the way they made me feel or the feelings are all real, if that makes sense. But, um, but everything for the most part did happen. Just some things are much closer to how it actually happened than others. For example, the scene where um, I'm doing that flex storm hang in PE, that was mm -hmm. very close to what happened. And the 64 seconds is exactly how long I stayed up. So there's stuff like that wow. that's absolutely, literally true. Um, and the curly pencil right. incident absolutely happened that, that way. But, um, oh, but then other things like, um, maybe certain conversations might've been with one person in real life, but in the book, I shifted it because, you know, otherwise it wouldn't be a cohesive book. So a lot of decisions had to have to be made when you tell your own life story, but you're telling it for somebody else to enjoy. You're sort of allowed to alter, alter things a bit. Like even now, when I go to the store, and something funny happens at the store, I may retell that story to my husband in a way that has, I exaggerate what happened because I want him to laugh or something like that. There's a lot of that kind of storytelling in it. So, yeah. Very good, good. Um, and then Logan, or I'm sorry, Blake also asked, are you planning on making a book about the pandemic? Oh, um, I don't think so. <laughs> This is a dark chapter <laughs> in my life. Um, I don't. I don't think. Um, I if I, I can't even imagine how I would do that. But I think other people will probably do that, and they will do a very good job of it. But um, that person is not me. <laughs> right. Stacy, have you been affected by coronavirus, or has anybody in your family? If you feel comfortable answering that. Knockwood, um, no, not directly, knockwood, big time knockwood. But I mean, just in terms of, um, you know, you read the news every day 
Oh, and it's sort of like, eh. And right. um, where where we are, um, there have been several cases, but not the not the big, sure. not the big stuff like New York because we're out in the country pretty much. We have right. a lot of space in our yard. We're very fortunate that we do live out in the country because we're able to avoid a lot of the the things. But um, but it's just changed a lot of the way we live. Right. Everybody. Right. Right. Well, that's why we decided to do this podcast because um, it, we're obviously all home from school and yeah. March 13th was our last day. And so we decided, I decided right. with the kids, this is a, in a crazy time in history and we need to document it, <laughs> tell their stories and um, what? You know, talk about their fears and their questions and their ideas. And so. It's been it's been Definitely. very interesting. Very so, smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, and then Logan asked, Are you going to do a follow up to El Defo soon? Soon. He obviously is he wants that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, I think I think this is it. This is the only one. Um, it was it was a, a genuine labor of love that I can't imagine repeating. <laughs> That was just so much work. It took about five years to make. And if I were to make another one, then you guys would probably be um, 30 years old or something. Past college, adult. <laughs> right, right. If a big, I mean, there's always that possibility. But right now, it's not even on my radar. I've been working on other projects and other books and, okay. um, for younger readers. Uh, yeah. Good. I wish. I mean, if I was fast, but I'm the slowest worker in the world. So. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, Cece, we do um, we do our hot seat questions, which I did okay. not talk to you ahead of time about. Would you be okay? okay. Could I ask you just a couple questions for our sure, hot seat? Yeah. And then, okay. We normally do two minutes, but we won't. We'll cut it down. We'll only do a few questions, but that way we can say you were officially in the hot seat. So okay, um, okay. good, okay. My 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 bottom is already warm. <laughs> well, perfect, perfect, excellent. Um, okay, so let's see here. Let me get this one. Okay, what is your favorite item in your closet right now? Oh, in my closet, um, um, the skeleton. That's excellent. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Ooh, um, it's more of an expression, and the expression is, um, oh. and I've already forgotten it. Hold on. Um, yes. <laughs> Oh, comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. So in other words, if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, then you will never be happy because right. you need to just be satisfied with what you can do and right. not and not compare that. yourself to other people because that takes all the all the fun out of stuff. So Right. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. I like that. Yeah. Um 
What is your favorite movie ever? My favorite movie ever. Ooh, um, I will have to say, I shouldn't know this, but I have I have so many. But usually, the first thing that comes to mind is the Sound of Music with Julie Andrews. Very good. Good choice. Very good. <laughs> so beautiful. That it is. It is. Um, we'll do. We'll do two more. What is the last great book you read? The last great book I read. Probably called Last Um, I'm also a very slow reader. Um, I think the book that I really enjoyed a lot, I mean, I went crazy for, is um, One Crazy Summer by um, Rita Williams Garcia. Mm -hmm. I have not read that one, one yet. One Crazy that's, Summer. That's so good. So good. Yeah. That, that would probably be it. Yeah. It really knocked my socks off. <laughs> and for the last question, in your opinion, what is the most disgusting food in the world? The most disgusting food in the world. Oh, I have an answer for this. My mom made this. Um, oh, she, it was like this kind of, um, it was this turkey dish. Okay. Let me tell you what was in it. It had turkey, and the turkey was congealed in um, lemon jello that oh. had, had, it was lemon jello with white wine mixed in, and maybe some, um, what else was in it? Oh, it was just this disgusting, jiggly <laughs> turkey that tasted, that, that, it was just beyond disgusting. But that, yeah, that's it, I wish I could remember, it was called Turkey moose. There was some kind of turkey moose. Turkey moose. Even the name. Breaking news. Mom's food is bad for the first time in ever. My mom. Not not so great this time. Yeah. So that that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Cece, thank you so much for taking the time out to meet with us. Mm -hmm. We we were so excited. We just we, the kids were all excited. They all got all dressed up and took showers. And you know, these days that doesn't always happen for all of us. <laughs> we're always you know we're in our pajamas, and I finally washed my hair after a couple of days. But, so I, um, I I also bathed. <laughs> all the people looking at me. I better be clean. Now, I mean, that's right, one right. of the real benefits of this time is you don't have to take a bath every day. Yay. Exactly. I can exactly. do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Well, I was already exactly. doing that. Yeah. I already wear the oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me but, too. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it was great to meet all of you. And um, thank you so much for reading the book and thinking about it and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And we hope you and your family stay healthy and safe and we get through all this. You know, yeah, thank you. You guys, too. You guys, too. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Be really careful. Right. All this talk about things opening up again. And I'm I'm not quite ready for that myself. But, um, right. But you it's know, each of them will all figure it out somehow. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Right. Right. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.